Imagine that first sip of cold water after a long training session. What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? How does it feel? As an athlete, you have so many different things to learn and to master. The sport you are competing in, the rules and conventions of the way that it is played, maximizing your sport-specific strength and the speeds you need. In striving to achieve your best performance, utilizing the ability of the mind to practice specific skills away from the practice field is a key component of every top performer. Today, Laura will lay out for you how you can add mental imagery training to your arsenal and help you achieve your best performance. What is visualization? Mental imagery. These terms are something used to mean the same thing but different parts of a similar idea. The term visualization is used when you imagine yourself achieving a goal or seeing yourself in a situation that you want in your future. Visualization focuses more on the outcome and not as much on the process. Mental imagery is the term used more in a sports setting and is when you see yourself go through a series of movements or skills. Mental imagery uses all of the senses to create a picture or series of events that you see in your head and is more focused on the process of the action rather than the outcome. There's no direct outside stimulus for these scenarios, but you do use past experiences to create the scenario. You can also use videos to find visual cues for proper techniques to help you create a mental image of a specific process. There are many benefits to using mental imagery. Research has shown that the use of mental imagery increases skill level for athletes. A basketball study looking at three groups over 30 days, one that did not practice, one that shot free throws for an hour, and one that only visualized shooting free throws. The group that shot free throws increased their skill level by 24% over the group that did not shoot free throws. The group that visualized shooting free throws increased their skill level by 23% over the group that did not shoot free throws. While mental imagery is not better than practice, it can be helpful when you cannot practice due to situations, environment, or injury. Mental imagery can also add to practice by increasing the time that the athlete is focusing on performing the correct movement. Mental imagery can also help you focus on the skill in the movement instead of focusing on past errors or potential future outcomes. When you see yourself doing the movement correctly, it can increase your confidence in that skill. It can also help you focus on feeling calm and prepared for the situation. For those of you that have tried mental imagery before, what types of images are you looking at? For those of you that are new to mental imagery, there are two ways that an individual looks at a situation. You can either look at it as if you are watching a movie or a spectator, or you can look at it as if you're the person that's actually doing the action. While I recommend one over the other, both of these ways work, and the best one to do is the one that you are the most comfortable with. Just as there are two ways to look at the situation that you're creating, there are also two techniques to make the images happen. One is visual, which is what the athlete sees. And the second is kinesthetic, which is the experience of the body while performing a movement. What does this mean for you? For athletes that are visual, the athlete's body position does not matter when performing mental imagery. For athletes who are kinesthetic, they will want to physically move around and go through some version of the movement when they are going through their mental imagery routine. These techniques, whether visual or kinesthetic, are based completely on personal preference. Now that we have a general idea of what mental imagery is, how do we do it? It is important to be very specific. You want to use all your senses and create a specific picture of the situation. See the steps that you need to take to achieve your goal and use it in your mental imagery practice. It is also important to be consistent. 
As with any skill you want to get better at, it takes both time and consistent practice. It needs to become part of your routine. You also want to make sure that the images that you've created are helpful and interesting and something that you get excited about and want to get better at. If your first scenario does not help you, then you want to try a different scenario. Remember that learning a new skill takes time, and that is what this is, a new skill. If it is a specific skill that you're having a hard time with, one thing that you can do is find a video of someone performing that skill correctly. Take the time to watch this video before every visualization and then picture yourself doing the same moves. This will help you to have the right technique. When is a good time to do mental imagery? When you are first starting to do mental imagery, it is good to do it in a quiet setting. For example, when you first wake up or before you go to sleep. When you feel more comfortable with mental imagery, then you can try to do it at different times. For example, before practice or after practice or before a game or big event. The best time to do mental imagery is the time that helps increase your performance. This will be different for every person. One of the biggest problems that people have when they first start to do mental imagery is that they look at a situation and see a negative outcome. Because mental imagery uses scenarios that we are trying to get better at, sometimes we think about the things that we did wrong in the scenario. When this happens, you want to rewind the image in your head to the point that you are doing the movement correctly, and then start again from that point. Just as we do error correct in practice, we can do error correct in mental imagery. Now we are going to run through an example of how mental imagery works and how detailed it is. This is what is called guided mental imagery. I am going to paint a picture for you and you're going to envision it in your head. What I would like you to do first is to get to a quiet place and close your eyes. If you're driving right now, you should definitely wait until you get home to follow along. Now that you're in a safe environment, I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in for a count of six, five, four, three, two, one, hold, and exhale. One, two, three, four, five, six. You want to do this a couple more times as we are setting the stage for our scenario. Imagine you've just finished a series of sprints outside on the track. Are you on the grass or did you run around the track? You've completed the training and are done for the day. While you're tired, you feel like it was a good training session and you accomplished a lot. You smell the fresh cut grass as you're walking over to your water bottle with your hands above your head. You can feel the sweat dripping down your face. You can feel the weight of your hands on top of your head. Smell the fresh cut grass as you inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Feel the heat of the day coming through your shoes from the training session. See your teammates walking towards their water bottles, happy to be done. And like you, they feel proud of how the training session went. You pick up your dark blue water bottle, wishing that you'd remembered to bring the one that has the straw. You turn the black lid until it comes off. You put the metal edge to your lips and you feel the cold water as it goes over your lips and your tongue. You close your eyes so that you're not staring at the sun and tilt your head back to get the last bit of cold water. As you're gulping the last few drops, you remember how much you enjoy how the cold water goes down your throat after a hard day training. You tilt your head back and open your eyes, happy and grateful for another good training session. To review, the focus four for mental imagery are, number one, Mental imagery uses all of the senses to create a picture that you see in your head and is more focused on the process of the action rather than the outcome. Number two, mental imagery increases confidence, helps you practice difficult skills before you have to use them, 
and helps you to focus on the present and feel calm and prepared for the situation. Number three, mental imagery can be looked at from a first-person perspective or a spectator perspective and can be visual or physical. Number four, the best time to do mental imagery is the time that works best for you and that you can work into your daily routine. Now that you have the mental imagery snippet, what is one scenario that you want to work on? Using the focus for, create a mental image of the sequence of events using all of your senses. For assistance with mental imagery, mental rehearsal, or guided imagery, contact me at radoconsulting.com. Next week, we will look at mental preparation and some skills that will help you get ready for tryouts for the upcoming season. Good luck to everyone that is starting tryouts or camps or practices, and I'll catch up with you next week. Thanks for listening to the Sports Mastermind. Every week, you continue to show how valuable it is to have the Sports Mastermind straightforward delivery of complex sports psychology topics. Hit subscribe to never miss out on one of the fresh and simple ways to improve your mental game. And join us next week for another 10 minutes that will make you a better athlete.